Hey, this is Roberto. You're back with another Steambox podcast. This is not the last Steambox podcast. We're going to transition after this. This is otherwise the season finale of the Steambox podcast with Central Falls. Uh, and for the season finale, we brought in a princess. We brought in a pirate. We brought in uh, a mermaid. We brought in a social media influencer. We brought in a Taino warrior, Emmy Bot, Frickle Frackle Marco, Emmy. <laughs> Emiana, all the Emmy words. Uh, Emmy, hi. Hi, how are you? Are you embarrassed from hearing I all absolutely of... am, yes. What part embarrasses you? Because I am a person that prefers to be behind the scenes, seen and not heard, but that's not the life that I'm currently living. It's that's a... not the life of it's a princess. Not. <laughs> it's not, nope. And that's my full-time job, being upstage, center of attention. So... Yeah. Well, you're not, you are the center of attention today. You are the spotlight on you. Before I put the spotlight all the way on you, the spotlight was on these guys last week for our podcast. We did the hot ones challenge. Uh, I'm wondering if anybody had regrets after the hot ones challenge. Keith, talk to me about your regrets. <laughs> so um, I knew this going into the challenge that my stomach can't handle spicy foods. And you still did it. I still did it. I did all, I did all of it, but Let's just say the toilet was broken after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did anybody else? Did anybody else have that really bad time with the knee, uh, the elbow all the way on the knee like this? <sighs> no. For me, it was the whole. My head was in between my legs. My my socks were off. I took my shirt off. It was, it was horrible. That sounds like horrible. Keith is a real warrior. Emmy, do you do do you do spicy? I do. I do do spicy. Hot ones challenge next time. You got to Oh, join man. Us. I don't know about that. I don't want to sit on the toilet forever. We I'm started sorry. at, correct me if I'm wrong, we started at something like 1700 Scoville, yeah. which is the unit of measurement for how hot the food is. And we went to 2 million, 2 million Scoville. That was crazy. Most of us, like for the first one, we had a little bit, tiny bit. And for the last one, we OD'd. <laughs> yeah. You got to go hard on the last one. But most of you were cocky. Most of you were cocky sons of bitches on this podcast. Yeah. Most of you were cocky as hell. Jordan, you were cocky? Jordan, you were cocky. Were you cocky going out? Yeah. yeah. I, even, I even got this new sense of confidence after doing that because of the fact that my, my brothers always made fun of me for not liking spicy things from like Guatemala. So as soon as they just like did it again, I just ate it in front of them without like batting an eye at it. And they were just surprised. They just... Congratulations to all of you. Congratulations to Jordan, because uh, last year, last year, we we lived at number one. This year, we're living at number two, but number two again. And when I looked at the numbers and when I looked at where our audience is, like we got people in Finland listening to our podcast, listening to you guys talk all the time. But for our audience in Finland, don't be fooled. Because Jordan is a really tough guy, but Jordan's also full of shit. If you go, <laughs> if you go to our at Steambox RI on Instagram, you'll see pictures of Desi with her mouth open, trying to fan the flames in her mouth. You'll see pictures of Jordan sweating profusely uh, and looking like he's about to die. Uh, we had somebody else, who, whoever was standing behind me, he's not in the room right now. Uh, whoever was standing behind me uh, also was struggling. And I think a couple of other people there's pictures, there's pictures. You guys were on record uh, struggling. Did you get any milk? I brought milk, but these these cocky sons of bitches, they, they did this, their toxic masculinity, 
made it so that if you took milk, it was like you were wimping out. That's wow. how they perceived it. So I brought milk to help them, and they were like, no, I'm not doing milk. They'd rather die. Oh, no. I'm sorry, because I'm the one who said that at first, and I made fun of people who drink milk, which is a bad thing to do up. if they're dying. And I also said, don't drink water. So I, I did that. Who who went for the milk? Me. You went for the milk. Did it help? Is that a myth no. that the, the milk did not help? Is it possible that the milk helped, but it was so hot that it was just too much damage was already done? Maybe. I don't know. But the milk felt like water. So hmm. okay. Uh I want to move on uh because I want to take advantage of the time that we have. You guys are going to anime Boston and we have a cosplay master. And before I get to her, just one quick question. Is anybody planning on cosplaying? You're weird if you don't. Uh, exactly. Desi, Desi, what are you cosplaying as? Nesico from Demon Slayer. Nesico from Demon Slayer. What do you is there? What's to the costume? What is there? What should I be ready for? Um, I got the whole thing. I just ordered the wig, the shoes, the kimono shoes. I got the kimono. I got the wrap. I got everything. Damn. Okay. What are you cosplaying as? Also a Demon Slayer character. His name's Yorichi, but not that many people know about him since he's only in the manga crowd. Did you guys coordinate this? Yeah, yeah, yeah we did. We're, we're, oh, we're awesome. yeah. yeah. I'm That's also going dope. to be inside Pandra. Okay. All right. Very cool. Very cool. In the past, we've had students do some really, really cool Kiki from uh, Studio Ghibli. Uh, my son did um, One Punch Man, and he committed. Oh, yeah. He even shaved his head. He did oh, One Punch Man. Uh, yep, yeah, he did the whole thing. The, the, the boots, the yellow, the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited. Emmy's not going to be at Anime Boston, but Emmy's at so many of these conferences. Emmy's at so many of these cons. Um, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to Floral Escape in New Jersey, which is pretty much a pretty, it's like a selfie museum, but it's flowers everywhere. And I'm doing there to Disney photos, which I know I should be doing that at Anime Boston, but I'll be taking my Disney princesses over there and taking some photos there. Um, which I wish I knew Anime Boston was this weekend. I forgot, if I'm being honest, you guys, because it happens every single year on Easter weekend. Every single year. And then this year, they're like, aha, we're going to move it to May. And it completely went over my head. So you guys have fun, though. I'll be watching from afar. I, I want to thank, um, I, wanna, <laughs> right. I think it's Rodney Brown, is it? The, yes. Rodney, Rodney Brown might have con con uh, connected us. He's a photographer. He and, is. He does, or he usually does all the photography at Anime Boston. Shout out to Rodney Brown, uh, photographer for Anime Boston, which is a whole nother career because he's living his life. He's like, he's a nerd like me. He's like a large nerd like me who is just out there living his life and making a career out of it. Uh, so so uh, kudos to Rodney Brown. So sticking with you and your Demon Slayer, uh, what is your question for Emmy? All right. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm going hard in this one. All right, let's go. Have you ever experienced any type of racism during like cosplaying? No, 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 Keith, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the answer is yes. That is my entire mission of why I do cosplays because of racism. I already explained a little bit to Roberta earlier where it was, um, when I first started doing stuff, it was Disney, right? And then the Disney community is not as nice as these Disney characters. Then I transitioned over to cosplay where there was a lot of blackface, a lot of uh, race uh, facing. Which Can we slow down? What does that mean about the Disney communities not as nice? Are you talking about They're like villains dress up as princesses is what I call them. So like the Disney community also cosplays as well. Is this official Disney people or is this people who cosplay okay. like oh, Disney princess, like how I do party princessing. So that community as well is not so nice to people of color either. So um, to, but to focus on cosplay, um, I do ma mainly Disney and then, of course, anime as well. And both communities have their own struggles. Um, 
with racism, and I guess I wouldn't call it struggles, it's pretty much, it's a saying that says costly is for everybody, but it's never implied for people of color. So uh, my entire thing with cosplay and racism, um, I speak out about it a lot. I make sure that I, I'm a, for, how do you say it? Like the forefront runners of like when people go in the, in the front of like, what is, is that how you call it? Like forefront runners? I mean, there's there's so many different things. So I'm like thinking founders it, right now, front runners works. Yeah, so like I do a lot of that and I really push for change. Am I knowing about it? Hell yeah. But as long as, you know, I make sure that there's doors and opportunities open for people of color behind me, after I leave, like, you know, cosplaying and grow out of it, um, then I've done my job. I'm not here to please, it, to please anybody. I'm not here to do this for anybody else, just for um, people who look like us, people who are in this room. This is what I do it for. But to answer your question, yes, I do. I'm going around this way, but uh, I see that you wanted to jump in. Go ahead. Uh, what's your, have you experienced it, right? You've experienced it? What was the worst example? Um, I haven't personally, like, it's, so they're all bad, right? But I don't think there's one that actually sticks out to me. But for other people, I've witnessed it and it was just absolutely horrible. And there'll be like some points where I've gotten into fights. I've gotten into like changing and advocating for, you know, more equality for us to be in the cosplay community. And that may be like uh, you're shopping right for your Nezuko stuff. Um, depending on what sites you were, did you see like all just white models yeah. and not people who look like us? Like there'll be characters for cosplay, like Princess Tiana, but then they have a white model for it. Or they'll be selling contacts for your cosplay, but they don't have anyone who looks like us. So like, how am I supposed to know if blue contacts looks right on us if it's all white models? So like, it's little things like that that people don't really realize that that needs to change in cosplay. Because if you can implement a cosplay for everybody, but then not include everybody, does, is it really for everyone? The answer is no. Because if it was little things like costume shopping or contact shopping, it would feature everybody who's in our community. But again, to answer your question, I haven't really experienced anything that would shock me, but I've definitely seen it from the community. There was a huge incident where, um, you guys tell me out here, that Pokemon trainer, She's black and she has blue hair. And she's like, Nessa, yes. So, um, damn, Keith. Don't, you know, don't Keith, ask. Keith don't no, 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 that's awesome. <laughs> so, like, there was a huge battle in the community where somebody, um, blackface asked Nessa. And of course, the black community was like, hey, like, we, we would really appreciate that if you didn't do that, if you want to feature like a black cosplayer, you know, just amplify black voices and black cosplayers. So, the entire internet took it and took the poor cosplayers' photos, photoshopped her on monkeys. They um, called her pussy N-word and the entire community was doing this to her um, to the point that she had to leave cosplay because of it. So we call that the Nessa situation where people take like um, black cosplayers in the situations and instead of taking a step back and listening to what they're saying, um, they make a joke out of it. So there's a lot of racism, of course, in cosplay, but I wouldn't let that deter you at all because it's like, it doesn't happen as frequently as you think it does, but when it does happen, it does get out of control. And then that's when I would call on everyone in our community to get together and fight against it. Thank you. Um, what's your question for Emmy? My question is, how old were you when you started cosplaying? And what did you experience or see like that? I was actually really old for the way you guys. I'm almost 30. And oh, you're so old. I'm so old. I actually got into cosplay in 2014 so how old was i i was in my 20s i'm still rolling my eyes at 30 <laughs> being old listen i was in my early 20s and actually it was because um oh no you guys are probably too young you guys ever heard of something called like gaia online 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. no way. Okay, get out. Okay, so I found um, a form and they were talking about NA Boston and I was really into um, Attack and Titan back then. And they had Attack and Titan meetups in Boston, which still happen today, guys. You guys can go to Boston. There's a lot of meetups. Um, and um, so I joined this um, in a Boston form. And then I went to my first meetup alone. I, I didn't look as good as my cosplays do now, you know. Um, but then ever since then, I loved it. Like I went to that first meetup. I met everybody there. I found that in a Boston was a thing. And then I went from there. So that's why. And then you decided to monetize it. And then I decided to monetize it, yes. Like that's <laughs> that's your career, right? Like that's a real thing that you're, the cosplay that you're going to do for fun this weekend could actually be a career. Yeah, money. You can, but it's not a career choice that I picked. No. It just kind of fell into my lap. And the, I was like, I don't want it. And it stays. That career choice picked you. But it yeah. did I not see you at TikTok party? Not that I was, I'd never be invited <laughs> to a TikTok party. But didn't I see you online at, at like a TikTok party? Like, like, like real bougie, like top yeah, A-list flew, yeah. stuff. They flew us out to LA for Black History Month. Um, where I met like Tara Banks. Um Doja Cat was there, like so a lot of influencers. Yeah, no, I'm, I know I'm talking about it so casually, but like that's what I went there for, and it got noticed because of my cosplays. Um, TikTok asked me to be an influencer for them because of my cosplays, and it would be again Disney cosplays that I did, and a lot of anime stuff. I did Deku for a while, and that was my thing. I love Deku, um, and things like that. So ever since then, I've got the opportunity to work with TikTok. I still do. I'm actually on the creative, um, diversity collective team. So I pretty much go with TikTok with other people of color and we talk about how they can improve the app for people of color like us. So yeah, that's what I do. And now I monetize it and I get paid to do that, which is an interesting career choice, but I love it. So, so the Puerto Rican girl from the hood in New Bedford <laughs> yeah. is out there just chilling with Doja Cat and Tyra Banks. Yeah, and I don't talk to anyone about it, yep. And to be honest, and to be honest, dead ass, you're my favorite of the three, right? Doja Cat had me for a minute, but then, <laughs> but then you know, there was some stuff. There was right. some stuff. But when Doja Cat was rocking that cow costume with french fries in her nose, I was like, oh, this is Bay. This is Bay right here. Uh, next question for Emmy. Um, how long does it take you to like dress up? Oh my goodness, it depends on what mood I'm in. If I'm like, if I take my time, um, let's say it's like 318, right? And I gotta be out the door at four, I can get into costume within like 40 minutes. But if I really, really wanna take my time, I'll do like two hours. I'm gonna take a shower. I'm gonna do my face stuff. I'm gonna put on my costume, my makeup, my wig. Gotta style my wig. So it really depends on what I'm feeling that way. Do I have a light fire lit under my ass? Or do I have all the time in the world? So it really depends. But if I'm going to any Boston and I'm in a hotel room, I gotta get up at like seven in the morning to fight everyone else in that hotel room to get into cosplay. So maybe like an hour max. You guys share your so cosplayers typically share a room. Yes, and it's a battle every time to get into the bathroom. And it's a battle to yes. get into the bathroom. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And then that's the one time where somebody's like, no, no, I gotta go. And they gotta pull a Keith in the bathroom. And then everybody else is just stuck <laughs> up. Keith, I'm so sorry to do that to you. I love you, Keith. I, I apologize. That was that was extra. That was over the line on my part. But you brought up a great example earlier, and I just sorry, it was throwback. Uh nice everybody, nice and loud, please. We're a little further back. We have bigger table. Uh Question for Emmy. Uh, what's one of your favorite characters to cosplay? Uh, Disney or like anime stuff? One from both. Um, oh no, because I'm thinking about Disney and it always relates back to me, my job. Um, for my favorite right now will be Maribel from Encanto and then mm -hmm. anime related. Um, 
I really like cosplaying Bakugo from uh, My Hero, which is not my personality at all, but I think the outfit looks super dope, his hero outfit. So that's what I like. Did you feel represented with Encanto? Did you feel represented with hearing Disney songs in your language? Okay, so I, <laughs> that's a little bit complicated because I think uh, Encanto belongs to the Colombian people. And but, I think yep. with Encanto, people need to realize that not all Spanish-speaking countries are the same. True. So like, it's not a Puerto Rican you know, movie. It's not a what Puerto Rican um, references. It's about um, Colombia and Colombian people, which I think um, Latino, Latin countries need to, um, I don't want to say, say let's stick to their own, but like I think people need to realize that we're not a monolith. We're all independent. We all speak differently. There'll be some things like, um, I didn't even know what Encanto meant when I first heard it, because in Puerto Rico, it's like Maya or something like that. Like the words for magic are very different, um, especially with the Caribbean and South um, South America and things like that. I but, thought it was just love. What? Is it, do we use it as love? How do you use the word Encanto? Yeah, like, like I you love, love it, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. So like that's what I first thought. Like when the movie came out, it was like about love, about whatever. Um, so like again, I think it belongs to the Colombian people, but I do love that representation. That finally, that something again, no offense to like um, Mexican culture, because when I think when people think about Spanish, they think about Mexican culture, and that's the only country that gets represented in mainstream media. So when they brought up Colombia, I think it's a really cool aspect because I found out that even Colombia has like the highest population of butterflies. It's like a little interesting fact, but um, I love it. But about feeling represented, um, again, it's not for me. It's not a Puerto Rican movie, but I think they should do a lot more with it. I think it's awesome. Um, in some way, did I feel represented? Kind of like, yeah, they finally speak Spanish, but I'm also anti-Spanish because it's a colonizer language. Yes! <laughs> so I have a lot of, I can make a whole episode of why Encanto is so amazing for the Latin community and for the Colombian people but then also fighting with the notion that they should have done something to represent Colombia that isn't colonized um, or colonized um, in Spanish, speaking Spanish and did something like indigenous with their people. People don't understand the nuances, right? Like, like the last conversation when you were talking about, um, when you were talking about having models who look like us is, is even such a big deal because oftentimes we don't, people don't understand those nuances. And a lot of times white people, um, feel attacked when we when we call those nuances out one of them was and i've learned to mind my business but i i said something on her page i think there was something about um what's the what's the broadway musical that they just made the movie out of spielberg west side story yeah i said something about west side story on your page and then somebody jumped in like no nah, it's not racist and i was like it well is. I hate, I hate as a puerto rican i hate, I hate the way that we're represented in here and then the white person was just like had no chill about it the white person just went in but this is your friend it's your page so i was just like i'm just gonna go away now bye <laughs> right? like I, I pulled one of those things you handled it and i appreciate you for that but um true all of that also specifically like there's almost like a political war on mexicans and first of all i got their back on all of that stuff but we're not them right so there's two different things yes i support uh, Mexicans, and there should be no children in cages of any color from any country. But Mimi's mom was in here talking to us a little while ago about our Taino heritage, mm -hmm. and we are as American as it gets. Mm -hmm. We are literally as American as it gets, even if we've been forced uh, this language of Spanish mm -hmm. upon us. So thank you for making that up, uh, bringing all that up. But the one part that muddies it all about Encanto is those songs. Were written by a Puerto Rican. Exactly. 
Which I also have a problem with the Morena too. I think I think they uh is a token person of color where it's like here. Damn, she did not hold back. She called no, Lin Manuel a token. He is, he is. Listen, go You gonna fight? I love Lin. Listen, I love Lin. I think he's a, a musical genius. He wrote Moana, but he's not Poly- Polynesian. He wrote Encanto music, but he's not Colombian. So like he wrote in the heights and did not put any black people in it. And it's about Dominican people. In the Heights has a lot of Dominican um populations, but all he did was whitewash the characters. And he made and same thing with the movie, like Lynn, again, he had the creative choice to add black Dominicans. Well, I guess there are black, but black black people who live in Dominic, uh, Dominican Republic, Puerto Ricans, you know, Afro-Latinos, whatever, um, and chose not to do that. He chose the Latino Latin people who look like the telenovelas that look like the people in Telemundo, who are the light-skinned people, who represent, I guess, the Latin rap, uh, community. And they I are want the... to say something, but like, I guess what I'm saying is that there's so many shades of us that Lynn, it plays it safe and he picks the same people, the people that you see on telenovelas. Tell me how you, how many guys have you seen a black um, actress on the, on telenovelas? Nobody, right? It's always the light-skinned people. It's like John something who plays Bruno. Encanto, don't get me, don't get me started on Encanto either. People like Isabella and Antonio and Camilo, Dolores, all the black side of the family were played by light skinned Latino people, Latinas, sorry, or Latino people. Oh my goodness, I'm so confused about that word. So I'm like, he's switching, I'm so sorry. But what I'm saying is that Lynn is always seen as the spokesperson for people of color, even though he's not in none of these communities um, that he's being hired to make music for. She didn't hold back, she said token. She he said, token. but I, I will absolutely defend how talented he is. He's so, no, I'm telling you, he's so, he's so amazing. But I mean, I mean, when, when I watched in the Heights, I was looking for the same thing mm-hmm. and I noticed the same kind of things and it made me feel a little icky. Give pushback, give pushback. Yeah, my I mean, I, I my just, theater just, genius from Central Falls. I, just, I don't know. Like I understand the imperfections. I feel like no one is perfect. I feel like there is growth and that is why we give him this criticism we say do this do that yes if he doesn't do that that's on him absolutely but i can't deny as well the fact that there is someone who looks like us in the music industry especially someone who is making these major productions who is pushing for these for more inclusivity because no offense before lemon miranda was making the music it really was just nothing besides princess and the frog and even them to represent you to represent you from your island that's the thing it's like I see Encanto, I don't think it's perfect, no, but I feel it's progress. And I cannot deny the progress that is being made for especially these big companies to try and, I'm not gonna say be inclusive because they're not inclusive, but try and appear inclusive, which- well, Let's see what- No, she's right, it's performative. Let's see what he does after after the In the Heights. He heard back from the community he after did, In the Heights. but then he got defensive about it. He was like, well, da 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 and we were like, my brother yeah. first of all my brother's gonna love you my baby brother uh and he trashes lynn manuel all the time it's just funny because i love lynn i think oh my goodness like i performed moana for the last five years i love it but just like the point where he got me was when he talked about uh bringing hamilton to puerto rico oh, with the no. original cast and i was like i was like wait that's a good thing and he's like yeah but the tickets sold were like still highbrow tickets so what you're doing is importing uh, people, who pe- can it. people who can afford it, who are coming from all over to Puerto Rico, who basically stay at the resorts and all of that stuff. It wasn't necessarily a good thing for Puerto Rico. Maybe it boosted the economy a little bit, but it wasn't for the people of Puerto Rico as it seemed to be. So my brother's going to love you for making that mm, point. I forgot about that, the Puerto Rico thing. It's like, 
he he I know Lynn specifically said this is for the Puerto Rican people, which yep. is what I'm going for. But then of course, you know, as Americans do, they all bought the tickets instead of those resorts, instead of supporting their local um Puerto Rican businesses, hotels, restaurants, and just kind of it's like they took everything that was made for us and then ran with it. And then of course Lynn only has so much power. So if he's telling you that you can't do that, that's it. Like he can't like, you know, like, you know, guard you from somewhere, but that was it sucked. It really sucked. But yeah. All right, I'm going to segue away from uh, Lynn because it's it's draining my soul and Dez's soul, but I think you're completely <laughs> right. Uh, the word token is something that I throw at a lot of people. So if you're throwing it at Lynn, I guess that's fair. Go ahead. What's your question? Um, if you had to meet one celebrity, would you? Oh, no. One celebrity. celebrity. The thing is, I'm not like... <laughs> she met Doja Cat. She put French fries in her nose with Doja Cat. It was a cow and a mermaid with French fries in their nose. Oh, that's a cow. Oh, a celebrity. What celebrity do I like? Is the question. Oh no. Can I meet Beyonce? Yo, I was like so into her when I was younger. Um, and she was she was very like girl power when I was young. No, wait, the Spice Girls. You want to meet the Spice Girls? Yes, I love the Spice. Oh my goodness, that is the weirdest answer. I love the Spice You don't know who the Spice Girls are? That's the only thing I've never heard of anything else. I don't even know what they look like. No, they were a very they were a bunch of white, like white females. They look sporty, they look posh. Yep, baby spice. Oh, spice. Ginger spice. Ginger spice, spice posh. And black spice. No, black scary spice. spice. Scary spice. Scary spice. Yeah. Why does it have to be scary spice? Because she's oh, black. That's yeah, what they're that's saying. What Whoa, wait a minute. What do you mean by that? <laughs> it was if I didn't say it, you would say. Um, <laughs> the Spice Girls, that's an interesting choice. Uh, I made a playlist with my other group today in, in Highlander, and I was trying to tell them about Toby and Wigway. Do you know Toby and Wigway? He's a, he's a rapper, super dope. If y'all don't know him, like, he's dope. Like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. But he raps with his wife on some tracks, and his wife had a, they got a track about how she's popping off so hard that she's about to be on a first name basis with Beyonce, which is what, what? that's what oh, made me think of that when you said that. So you want to meet the Spice Girls. You're at the next TikTok event and they bring back the Spice Girls for a reunion, even though they got beef with each other. They smooth over their beef. They have a reunion. Uh, and there you are in your princess gear. Uh, what do you, uh, what would you say to the Spice Girls? Nothing. I probably shouldn't have. Just like Did you say you would shit and die? Yeah, I would shit and die. Honestly. She's wow. just gonna shit and yeah, die. Yeah, that's it. That's where the twenty. That's where the twenty-seven grams goes. No, seriously. You know how like in headstones they say like you know I don't know Emmy Bot died of blah blah blah. It's like Emmy Bot died of shit and died on stage because she met the Spice Girls. Like that's what it all my headstones. Wow. When they so when the Spice Girls were popping, you were a fangirl. You were oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You were all about mm -hmm. it. You wanted to be one of the. You wanted. Did you want to be the next? Spice, or did you want to be one of them? Did you want to be sporty spice, or did you want to be? I wanted to be princess spice. <laughs> no, I wanted to be baby spice. You wanted to be baby spice. Yeah. Okay. That's my favorite. I learned. A, I learned a lot just now. <laughs> What's your question for Emmy? Um, what did your family think about you when you first like started um 
cosplaying. Oh, I hid it from them for years. And I mean years, I was like, yeah, they can be seeing me dressed up or whatever. <laughs> Only because again, I don't like some service attention. But of course the Amazon packages started coming in and they were like, hey, what is this? And I was like, nothing. And you guys watch um, Attack on Titan, right? I know yeah, of it. Yeah. You know how they have like the, like, the straps or whatever? Yeah. Say bondage. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad I was the only one that thought <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And then when TikTok started becoming a bigger thing, you know, you can't control who's seeing the stuff. I mean, I've been doing weird stuff on there, like as Deku, like in the mirror. And of course, they don't know what I'm doing. It's TikTok and they're Spanish. So, like, they didn't even know what it was at the time exactly. So it was just embarrassing, bro. And then when they were like, and when I saw like dreaded like follow with my mom, I was like, yo, I gotta like block her because I can't, I didn't know what to do. Like I panicked. So what I'm telling you is I hit it for years, right? And then I say talk to my thing. And then eventually like it just it was just there. Do they I have a choice? I, most of my most of my a lot of my students are not lucky enough to have a mom dad scenario, but they make it and they're here and they're living regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I said a lot of we're not we're not pointing at any we're not pointing at anyone's face. Are you fortunate? Are you? I wasn't even thinking of you. You uh, was looking directly at Are you? Are you fortunate enough? Uh, are you fortunate enough to 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 have like both? Do you have the do you have mom dad set up kind of thing? Uh, if they live together, or yeah, like like at like at home most recently before you moved out or whatever oh yeah my parents are still with me they're still in the house whatever you know we all together so is mom and dad do they look at you sideways when your career is a princess <laughs> okay so we're all you know all latin people here right you know the mom's mad critical <laughs> yeah. you're not no what are you okay so who are, what are you uh it, it was it was a joke, like, oh. you know. We have to for black and this can relate to because I'm half black, but like you know, um, where moms are mad critical of what you do, and if it's not bringing money, it is worthless. So like that's how my mom was, and I think she still kind of is. If it's not bringing money, if you don't really care about it. Um, but my dad, you know, he'd be like, "Oh, that's cool, whatever, right?" He doesn't understand what's happening, but he's like, "All right." <laughs> or I'd be walking down the, like the stairs, it's like that girl, like do, 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 and coming down, he'd be like. Like the the dad looked like up and down, dude, being like, mm, and then continued his way. But my dad really likes Halo, so maybe I should then trust him one day in a Halo suit. Like, yeah. master, you're gonna come out as Master Chief? Yeah, Master Chief. Master hey, baby, let's go. We're going to Pakis or something like that. I think I'm pretty impressed. Master Chief is like rated R now. Master Chief <gasps> is like what? Okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something, and I I hope we're all mature enough for me to say this. No, but go ahead. Spoiler alert! <laughs> in this season. Oh, I, I loved Halo oh, so much. Show. Me and my son, okay. in this season of Halo, about the garbage Master yeah. Chief, Master Chief bones some weird white chick from space. Oh, okay. uh, and I just, nobody wants to see Master Chief boning. They showed his ass earlier in the season. Oh. They showed, they showed like, they, nobody wants to see his face. They showed his face the whole time. His ass is out. He's boning. Like, what is this? Yeah, this is not Mass Effect, this is Halo. That's Mass Effect. No, but why does it keep showing his face, though? That's the thing. You can't take off the armor. That's the whole thing. Yeah. They shouldn't. They shouldn't take off the armor. No, like, you legit can't take off the armor. But this comes back to, hold on. This is this is what we're talking about. Every every episode of this podcast seems to come back to how important representation is, right? Like, I'm bringing a lot of black and brown dope people in from the community to talk to you guys. Uh, representation is important and Master Chief having on the helmet from my generation, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe having on 
the mask. Um, it's it's so important because when we are fantasizing about this stuff, when we are picturing, when you're picturing yourself as Baby Spice or whatever, when when it's Master Chief, it can be me under that costume. When it's Snake Eyes, it can be me under that costume. And when in the first G.I. Joe movie, he takes off the mask and he's some white dude, he's a white ninja, like that doesn't make any sense to me. Master Chief is some dude who, I think my son said he looks like some like regular boxer from a gym. He just looks <laughs> like some scrub boxer from a gym. Uh, we lose the idea of representation. Now we just got some white dude that we got to follow the whole season. When if he just kept the mask on, it could have been any one of us, any man or woman in this room because of the way that the Spartans were. Anyway, uh, you would kill it. You would be a dope one. Uh, you kind of physically, I hope I'm not going too far here, physically uh, following you on social media, you kind of remind me of a, of a Sasha Banks physically, right? Do you, are you familiar with her? She's a, a world WWE world champion from Boston. Uh, but she was not, not a Spartan from, from there, but she was a Mandalorian in the Mandalorian show, uh, which was kind of dope. So, uh, and it's very similar armor. What, what would your armor look like? Is that Star Wars? That was Star Wars, The Mandalorian, very similar to this. But if you were a Spartan, like in Halo, if you wanted to, for your dad, you're going to be a Spartan. Mm -hmm. What would your armor look like? Because their armor is very different. They have, they do things. They have like uh, skulls on their masks. They, they... It would be pink, but specifically Barbie pink. And then Hello Kitty on the helmets. <laughs> and then Hello Kitty over here at the at the side. You're going that, full that, kawaii. That oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes, kawaii. Yeah. That's easily possible with the new, uh, new Halo game. Yeah, yeah that's exactly that's what I want. Give yourself yep. cat ears. We need oh, to, I love that. We need to see this. We I need, love that. We, next year when you come to Anime Boston with us, I will show up in a pink. We need <laughs> yes. the pink kawaii yes. Spartan yes. costume. Can I make like, you know, like, the shield like white out because it's kawaii like yeah. across? That'd be dope. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's what's up. See, look at that. I already know. Yes. And then, and then you'll, and then your dad will be proud. Exactly. He will. But he got to come with me too. He's got to come too. Yes, exactly. Your dad's got to come too. Will he be overstimulated? Uh, no. He'd be like, that's all the hint. Like, oh my god. Or he'd be like this with the camera. Like, I'm glad yeah. you I'm glad your dad is down like that because some people's dads, when they see the gender bending, when they see uh, a man dressed as Scarlet Witch, that's too much <laughs> for some of the older generation. Some yeah. of the older generation is like, okay, I'm out. My dad's definitely the type, like, but you can see it in his eyes, like, oh, okay, but he won't <laughs> say anything. He's very polite about it. Keith, yeah, oh, <laughs> Keith, what is your question for Emmy? Um, oh man, I'm trying not to make this a racist joke right now. <laughs> no, it's okay. Listen, that, that's, just, that's my our, thing. What's our audience is used to it from you. Try, just try not to be a dick. All right, fine. Um, what I was, what I'm, the actual thing is, um, for the whole, because I know in like now, I don't know if it was the same for back then, but like if you watched anime or something like that, like the schools I was in, it was always like, oh, you watch anime, you're either gay or some nerd or you're, you're stupid like mm -hmm. something like that yeah what are like some of the like things that you got you know root like for watching anime would how like would you get ridiculed for like it was almost like everyone always called us like weird because you like anime and it's like for what though because you speak a different language like, I, I never understood like why anime was weird in the first place it's like comic books it's just set in a different country which is you know japan like japan has the manga books and then we have the comic books 
So what makes it weird? But I never got an answer for that. But it was just that it was literally being called weird for liking anime. But we never had an answer as to why it made it weird. Uh, but now y'all cool. Everyone loves nerdy culture and things like that. So yeah, thanks to things like social media. We're celebrating it. And that's the whole Steambox crowd right here. All right. Uh, wake up. What's your question for Emmy? Okay. So, I mean, no one has asked the question. What is your favorite anime? So, the people at home know. <laughs> the people at home. Um, I gotta answer. The people at home. I'll answer. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna answer. Answer yeah, answer first, and then I'll. Uh, add. No. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm also gonna add to that. I want to add to that after uh, you say okay. your favorite. Okay. Anime. We're, all, we're all gonna add. Okay, I'm very, I'm like into like plot wise, and I know I keep thinking my hero, but my hero's kind of just went down in terms of plot wise. Yes. Um, but I heard something called uh, Spy. Spy, Spy Channel. Channel. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I just heard about that it. yesterday. I'm so I have to watch that. That's your favorite? Go no, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to, but my hero was. I know. Uh, I, have, I, I literally just learned about it yesterday. Uh, my Isabella performer told me about it. She was you that. watch that and My Just of My Just of Yes, oh, watch My Just of Darling. Really? That has a lot of plot. This female, like she wants to cosplay, but she can't because she doesn't know how to like make the stuff. And she meets a guy who can make the stuff for her to cosplay with. Yeah, that's important. Everybody needs a guy to show them the way. <laughs> no, okay, no, it's not supposed to be like that. It, I mean, that's what it sounds no, like. All right. It's more of like it's it's legit, like. I didn't actually. It sounds like every story ever. I didn't think of it like that. I never thought. I thought it was like, oh, it's just like this romantic couple, and then like you know, she starts to like him after like she was like, oh wow, I really like you, but then like he doesn't know that, so it's like a whole oh, it's the basic romance anime type of thing, and it is like. Do you like romance? No. No. I can't stand it. No. 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 And there was a movie called A Silent Voice, and that yeah, broke me. Really? So that's why I can't oh. watch Rogan. Am I the only oh, person man. that say like dead straight throughout the Silent Voice? What is that? A, like is that a I, I had no reaction to it. Oh, okay. It's a tour. It's very sad. I'm a, sad. Okay. I'm a Marvel guy, and everybody was flipping over how great and empowering Wonder Woman was, <laughs> right? And so, so I go with high expectations. I'm like, oh, this is finally DC is going to have a good movie. I was so pissed when I left Wonder Woman because at the end of the movie. Like she needed Steve, the human ass guy, <laughs> to come and save the day for her. So F you, man! I was I don't pissed. Like movies do that. Yeah. I don't like when movies do that. It's, have that run one random guy like help save the day. I, it's a, it. It has to be a guy because yeah. the people making the movies are usually guys, right? It's usually like Hollywood is run by men and usually white men. And so it has to be a white man coming in to save the day or else they don't understand it. I don't understand. What's this What's this woman doing the whole time? Okay. You know what I mean? The one time woman, I find I that wonder. trope, I think the only time it worked was in like Amazing Spider-Man 1, you know how Gwen helped out? Like, I think that one worked better than like any other one. You're not allowed to talk about Spider-Man on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> 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 you 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 this a-hole like Spider-Man 3, the one with Venom. Uh, really? He thinks it's the best one. I'm starting a petition, a petition to uh, finally stop making Spider movies. I think it needs to stop. It's played out. Emmy, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to mute you. Emmy's muted. I thought we follow each other on social media. Miles, 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 Miles. Okay, 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 okay. 
Okay. Ultimate Spider-Man is good. Normal Spider-Man is bad. Peter Parker, you've seen enough. I famously cried the first seven times I watched uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Every time. Every, you got Puerto Rican Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, uh, and I did watch... Uh, Fam- Spy Family. Spy Family. I, st- I watched, I think, the first two episodes. I think it's pretty cute. I think it's pretty cute. It gets better. It gets a lot better. I was like, keep going. We'll see. Uh, I do not trust my students when it comes to anime because <laughs> we watch we watch anime here. The screen is here just for anime. We watch anime in here. And my students one time, not this group, another group, was like, oh, yeah, we should watch Cooking Wars or whatever. Oh, oh, you make so I'm, I bring it in for these children. No. The guy cooks a meal and everybody's clothes fly off, <laughs> and they're experiencing no. some peak moments of their lives. And I'm in a room with people's children. I'm surprised. I'm in the room with your mom's babies no. watching this. Bullshit that y'all tricked me into. Watching. There's, 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 there's no reason. There's no website that says are there titties in this show. There's no website. There's no website. That does okay, I I apologize for the language. You guys trapped me into something. Uh, go ahead. Don't say you guys. Don't say you guys. Yeah, you're right. What I was actually gonna say was um. So I'm assuming that you see Naruto, One Piece, and um Dragon Ball. Naruto, One Piece, Bleach. Naruto, One Piece, and Bleach. Yeah. You're asking if I watched it, was I forced to watch it? Because I was forced to watch about my friends. All three of them? Yep. Oh, oh. what's the thing? Which one was better? Out of the big three. Like, I don't know. I don't remember. They also have one into one. But I actually really enjoyed Naruto. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, everyone knows. <laughs> You guys are sellout. Last week's you were One Piece fans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, what is that? See, the craziest thing is Enzo told me earlier that there was a whole thing of how, oh, now canonically, Luffy can beat Naruto. Like, the creator said it. With one ability. The creator said it. Both creators said, yeah, one Luffy can beat can beat Baron mode Naruto. And no did. No did. Goku, I don't know. No, they didn't say. They didn't say. Goku, Goku doesn't said, count. Goku. They said, they said all of Naruto and Boruto first. No yeah. one said Goku. All right, Jordan. Jordan, what is your question for Emmy? Uh, my question was: uh, out of all the cosplays that you have done, what was the hardest one? Oh. And if you were thinking about other ones, which would be the hardest one for you to do? She was so proud when she was working on the mermaid. Just FYI, because uh, that was Puerto Rican power. That was for that was for representation. It was. Go ahead. I'm but sorry. The hardest one was uh, Voltron Lance and Voltron. I made the complete paladin armor in like a week right before Casticon. Yeah, I, I procrastinated and I was like, oh, I'll get it done. It was absolute hell, uh, but it was awesome. And then I think one of the hardest ones to make. Um, I guess it wasn't difficult, but it was time consuming. Um, carving out the um, I don't know if you guys seen the movie uh, City of Atlantis. Kita, I made her mask. Um, and I carved it up by hand and I structured it and then I did. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that, but I did that once. No. Yeah, yeah, I did Kita a while ago. My first, actually, no, I lied. My second enemy Boston, I did that for. She was a huge mask and she lit up and everything. So Lance from Voltron was definitely difficult because of like the armor. Um, and moving was not a thing in that. And then Kida was the most uh, structurally um, difficult one. And with that, are there any others that you would wish to cosplay that would be incredibly difficult for you to create? Um, 
so random. But like Moana in her um seashell outfit, she has so like there's a scene in the movie where she wakes up um Tamatoa and she has like the seashell on her head oh, and then over. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I want to do that cosplay one day. But yeah, that's something. When I when I see you guys at the train station, 7:30 a.m. this Saturday, are you going to be dressed up, Jordan? What the hell? You were so excited to dress up. We're gonna be in the same but I don't have the money to do it. And that's that's more of a thing that I'm going to do when I'm older, and uh, maybe when I'm older, I, I can actually afford the real cosplay that I really want. What cosplay do you really want to do? Which is uh, get an actual suit of armor to cosplay from a video game, Godfrey the First Elder Lord. You know, you don't have to go big. Oh no, I want to go big. I was I was putty putty prisoner, and it was it was uh, uh, the white, you know, uh, the muscle shirt. Mm-hmm. Over over a prison suit. That's that was easy enough. Yeah, regardless of and the some fact, lipstick. Yeah, regardless of the fact, I do. I did to... I did rock a wig, Keith. If that's what you're asking about, I, I did rock. <laughs> you got pictures. You got pictures. I actually got I actually pictures. do. Okay. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll check it out later. Uh, what's your question for Emmy? Who's your favorite cosplayer other than yourself? Other than myself, um. Let's see. I'm like really biased. I really like the cosplayer called Irelian Cosplay. She does a lot of Disney princesses and a lot of really cool original characters for TikTok, um, which I really enjoy watching her storylines for. Um, if you guys don't know that, TikTok has a community where people make original characters. And origi- yeah, OCs, thank you. Um, original storylines and characters, and people actually get together for that. Like they um, will perform the stories on TikTok, but they'll go up to like in a Boston, they'll go to rank fairs and do it all together. And it's so cool. So yeah, I like a really cosplay because she's pretty and I like her Disney cosplay. So yeah, it's <laughs> just pretty. Yeah, talk. <laughs> that community seems ridiculous because anytime I post anything about you, uh, Emmy's going to be on our podcast this Monday. Check it out. And I'll post something like that. And then your whole community shows up to, <laughs> to give like love, right? Yeah. And that's in, in Instagram works where... Um, where they have to see that you're tagged in something. It doesn't even go on your direct feed. Like they've got to see that you're tagged. I know that you shared something, but like people show up, people show up for you. That's really nice. Yeah, so people bring up the last Steambox um, interview that I did and I was like, oh, no, don't. Let me stay for the kids, but not for me. <laughs> so like, we know you guys exist. That's wild to me. It's always wild to me when people listen to our podcast because it feels like I'm speaking into the void. Yeah, right. And then I'll go and work at a conference or something and you know, I'll teach about podcasting and it'll be a group of people who listen to our podcast and they want to learn from the pop because they've listened to our podcast, which is wild to me because and again, the country map, your podcast, the country map is wild. People are listening to you guys from around the world. And I don't know why. And then they and then you embarrass us by telling us that Spider-Man 3 is great with <laughs> My spider sense is tingling. That's why. That's why we're number two. Yeah. Adam is our guest. He just where he's not Steambox, so don't down like like find him somewhere else and send hate mail his way. I I think I think there's people in Europe who listen to our podcast, and there's other people who are like, oh, you mean that Heather's podcast? Because all the time he's talking about Heather's. Oh, for the past three podcasts, I've been clean Heather's. Okay. Yeah, Heather's yeah. about the musical? Yes. Oh. Yes. 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 
redeem myself. I'm, I'm leaving. Uh, also, a theater fan. Yo, I'll go with you. Thanks for nothing, Emmy. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> wow. do. Uh, I we had a next person to ask you a question, but they're on the floor now. They've been we knocked painted. out. They've been knocked out by Heather's. Poor Jordan. You were cool. It's nice. Now she's back. Now she's down to earth, right? She went from this social media influencer with hundreds of thousands of views. What's it like max out? Like, what do you what do you have for followers? Just lots and lots and lots. Um, on TikTok, I have only like four hundred thousand. Oh, only four. Oh my god! I only have I only have half a million. <laughs> Only okay. half a million humans. Listen, I I walked into that one, okay? <laughs> I can't, it's a respectable opinion. Heather's is peak. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. What's uh? What's your question for Emmy? Let me reflect because I'm still crazy. I need your eyes to come back from being rolled all the way up. <laughs> uh, 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 first off, follow follow up question. Uh, was Disney something that you just like to cosplay as, like by yourself, or was it just an occupation thing for you? Um. Like a quick like backstory is that I did I was at a convention once and I was photographing and somebody cornered me and when I say cornered she did she was just like Rapunzel and I was just like a guy so that was interesting and she asked me if I would like to um volunteer for the Jimmy Fund which is like raising money for uh I think it's for cancer children for, for it's for Jimmy I know that it's for Jimmy the Jimmy Fund um and I told her um yeah I guess and I wasn't really into Disney um back then and so I did it as Princess Jasmine and then it fell into a career. Um, and then I got more into cosplaying Disney, so like that's where it all um kind of meets together. Right. What's your favorite Disney movie? Um, not Encanto. Not Be- Encanto. Besides, Encanto. besides Encanto. Yeah, because I, I just Encanto literally like every single weekend. Your Moana stuff Even was great. She had great Moana content. For our audience at home, we're gonna give you her. Uh, we're gonna let you know where to find her social media stuff in a little bit. But look up that Moana content because that was really great. Uh, but yeah, favorite Disney. It could be Pixar. It doesn't have to be anything with princesses. Just any Disney movie, like favorite of all time. And why is it Lilo and Stitch? And why is it Lilo and Stitch? I know, yeah. right? Um, Lilo and Stitch is amazing. I like Up from uh, Pixar. That made me oh, cry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With like um, the balloons, the house balloons. Yeah, I know what it is. Oh yeah, I like Up. The first ten minutes is peak. What's happening? What's Desi? What happened to your face just now? <laughs> you know, like Up. I'm so boring. Oh, what? No. It's tragic. What are you talking I about? Like, it's a tragic we all say it's a great movie because of the first 10 minutes. No, okay. No. Whole movie. Facts. So listen. I, like <laughs> I agree with that. No, we say the first 10 minutes are beautifully, cinematically, one of the best ever. However, past the 10 minutes, it gets boring. It's an old man whining 24-7 <laughs> with his child. Go into a house and to what? How dare you? Also, the dog. The story about it. The real story about it is because it's this old man who's died with his wife. So the the whole child is supposed to be his guardian. That's a theory. It's a theory. theory. Well, now that real theory that everyone thinks that's now that you have uh, the mic, Desi, hater of the movie Up. uh, What is your question for Emmy? I'm going to put up a poll that says, do you like the movie up or are you a monster? That's going to be the poll that I put. Uh, can't fault me for being right. Yes, okay. yeah, can. 
That's a whole that's a whole nother podcast, but I want to hear all about it. But, but go ahead. But um, yeah, I was just wondering if you have any advice for me, because I really like cosplay. And if I like it, I think I'm going to keep doing it because I'd love to go to more conventions. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice? Um, Because you're cosplaying such a popular character, I would probably be aware of like how you are socially with other people and how your battery is, because a lot of people will be asking you for photos. I mean, sometimes it can get overwhelming. Let's say one person asks you for a photo and then suddenly you turn around, there's like 20 other people asking for your photo and that can eat up um, our social battery because I'm super social, but I don't want to stand there for the next 20 minutes getting photos taken. So I guess I would just set up your own boundaries and be and ex- almost expect people to take your photos. It may not happen, may, may not, but it, it honestly will. Um, and if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's okay to say no. And there's a saying in the cosplay community where cosplay is consent. Um, and they have that posted around in a, in a boss name where you're allowed to tell people no and don't feel obligated to say yes just because you're in a popular cosplay. So that's my advice to you. Is it cosplay is consent or cosplay isn't consent? That's, that's a, that's cosplay is not consent. Her advice to you, her, <laughs> Emmy's <laughs> advice to you is cosplay is consent. It's so if you see somebody in cosplay, go make out with them. No! That's exactly, no, you heard it here consent. from Emmy, Frickle Frackle Marco, storytelling with no! Emmy. Heard it from a cosplayer, so it's true. No, Jeff. Yeah. Yep. I want to congratulate you, Des. Uh, you started a conversation recently where, uh, do you remember the conversation we had where we were talking about the school uniforms or the idea of school uniforms and students being yeah. uh, students being reprimanded for wearing certain things? That conversation turned into uh, why should the girls be penalized if boys can't really uh, can't really control themselves. And I had posted a thing because I was inspired by that conversation. And I saw something somewhere where it, it reminds you that uh, that that lesbians in a locker room, or gay people in a locker room, bi people in a locker room, they can control themselves around other women. So the thing is, it's not about what you wear. That's the problem. The problem is the boys' behavior, oh, yeah, the yeah. toxic masculine yep. behavior. Oh, today. I was wearing something that was considered school appropriate, and I still had a guy hit on me in gym class. So that to me was even more proof that it doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't matter what I wear. Some people just don't have boundaries. Some people just don't. A lot of these, a lot of these costumes that we're talking about, um, a lot of these costumes are oftentimes people who are super strong, super strong personalities, super strong characters, uh, the way that they're drawn in comic books, the way that they're drawn in anime um, is really flattering to them. So a lot of times, even a lot of the princesses have a lot of skin revealed uh, or are just just very sexy characters. Um, Is that something 
is that something that happens like it happened to Desi today in school? Is that something that happens frequently to cosplayers? And I'm talking about harassment and I'm talking specifically from men. And if there is harassment, is it usually from men or is it equally from women? Is it balanced or one more than the other? So I guess um, it obviously it, it could happen uh, from both, you know, girls and guys. But I guess, you know, I feel like with girls, when we compliment each other, it doesn't come across as creepy. We're like, yeah, girl, you look amazing. You know, rock that body, da, da, da. But when a guy does it, it's like, Ugh, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it, I guess it really depends on who you are as a person and how you um, you want to receive the compliments or how you take things. Um, but I, but 100%, it does happen um, from both sides. Um, especially for like guys where they think, like I said, possibly is consent. It's not, but they think because you're entitled, I mean, you're entitled, you're dressed in a certain cosplay that they're entitled to you as a person. Like everyone loves Nezuko, right? So you might get comments or maybe like, because um, I'm not familiar with the show, you know, like if people were to say like inappropriate things in the show and they'll take it as making a dab in the show. Like if someone were to make a comment of Nezuko's body, um, they would say it in real life as if you are the character. And it's like, why are you talking to me like that? Like I'm not the character. So if there's like inappropriate comments in some shows that happen, um, people will tell you um, as if you're the real character. Um, thank you. Is that some? Do you do you do you do you ever worry about your safety as a cosplayer? Um, after dark, I would say yes, but in a cosplay um setting, there's so many people around there. Of course, anything can happen any time of day. It does not guarantee safety. Uh, but I definitely feel safe when there's a bunch of people in the daylight. But if I'm walking alone, especially with Jasmine, you know, I did that once. Um, after Pack East ended worst mistake in my life because people thought they could come up to me because I was just as Jasmine in the nighttime by myself waiting for an Uber um but always stay with friends um but I, I do feel safe um any of us are very good at keeping um everything safe um with their attendees and if anyone's causing like uh problems they will boot them out ASAP all right last question uh and then I'm gonna get to where people can find you online and, and support you I wanted to say something I wanted to say something else for so since you're going out to Mexico, I just want to, I just want to warn you, just like be prepared for people to even straight up going out to Mexico, John. Oh, Wait, that could yes, be a thing too. She's, she's literally like a well, child. Here's the thing, I, I, I know, I'm expecting that in the sense because I've been, I've been to Comic-Con before and I, I haven't worn cosplay before, but even when you wear something in general, it doesn't matter what people, it doesn't matter girl or boy, it, they'll, they'll, mm -hmm. someone will have the nerve. Right. Someone will absolutely have the nerve. So I am absolutely prepared for that in the sense because I'm used to it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I have my own boundaries, but I... Right, but that's the thing that's sad. Yeah. You shouldn't be used to it, you know? Like, I should Because other so people I, won't respect the whole thing. But I know what I'm signing up. When I know when I'm doing something as popular as Mexico, especially for anime Boston, it's like I am preparing myself mentally. I think we're having a person that's coming with us that's going as the next year. Well, that's lovely. Oh, yeah. People will stop you and ask you for pictures. Uh, people did with my son all like like all day long. He got over it real fast. At first, he felt super important and proud, but he got over it super fast. Uh, you had one more thing. Yeah, Heather favorite Heather song. <laughs> oh, my favorite Heather song. Uh, let's see. The uh, smug face when he asked. This determines a lot about somebody. Yeah. Oh my goodness, my you guys are gonna judge me. I like listen, I like meant to be yours performance-wise. I think it's amazing. Um, but I really do like um oh my goodness, what is the beginning song? What is beautiful? Beautiful, yes. I love I love beautiful. I actually Sorry. wanted to um 
I went to Enter Beautiful into Inebas Masquerade uh, performance one year, but we got COVID, so that was my idea. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that um, for meant to be yours. Mm-hmm. Ryan McCartan or Jamie uh, Muscata? What is you doing, okay. bro? What? What is it? Ask oh, no. questions. No, you're starting a war. He's starting a war. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. I this side of the table, we're good. We're good. Okay. Uh Emmy, uh Emmy, Frickle Frackle Marco storytelling with M. Where would you where where should people go to support you and find out more about uh your princess work? Uh nowhere. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> if you want, you can follow my um business page called Ever After Show Your Book um ENT like entertainment on Instagram and then to follow me personally you can follow me on Instagram uh storytelling with M where I just yell at people to stop being racist. Wait, you just yell at people to stop being racist? Yeah, all the time. Emmy, can you sing? Uh no. So if the Spice Girls were listening to this and they wanted uh they wanted auto tune, I can do auto tune. They will auto tune, they'll make it happen. Yeah. Uh th- thank you for another Heather's podcast from <laughs> Steambox RI. Uh I have been, this has been another podcast. We've got uh, Frickle Frackle Marco. We've got Storytelling with M. We've got Emmy Bot in the house, the princess mentor for all of Steambox. Uh, this has been another podcast with the Steambox Warriors from Central Falls. Warriors, please say peace out to the world. Bye. Bye. Forever. <laughs> yep.